0: Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Young Men's Perspective Radio. Live, yeah, we are Real real,
1: baby, baby
0: look to enrich, encourage, and engage our youth here on iHeartRadio. And it's presented like a jewel. We interview individuals such as Susan L. Taylor. What we know is that failing schools are the pipeline to prison. Jasari
2: X. We're the changers, and I feel like this generation is a generation that's really going to make change.
0: Dr. Julia Hare.
2: Best part of our action plan, to reclaim the minds of our
0: children. Dick Gregory. Our problems think we part of this government, you know. This is Young, Young Men's, Men's Perspective, Perspective Radio. Radio. Live on Iliad, we are real Tune in to WWRN 1100 AM on Wednesday from 3 to 4 p.m. And every Friday from 10 to 11 p.m. on WWE 1100 AM on iHeartRadio.
3: Just gotta get in
0: tune with your purpose. YMP. You know in Your calling number is 404 603
3: 8770.
0: Your host, Jeff. We're here now With your co-host, Digger Dame Lee Young Men's Perspective
1: Radio Young Men's Perspective Radio
0: YMP
4: Welcome to the future, baby
5: Right about now, you're tuned into Young Men's men, 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 pers- pers- Perspective pers-
0: Radio.
3: I'll be the law of finesse, a.k.a. the underboys, D-I-T-C. On
0: 1100Atlanta.com.
3: So keep it tuned right here. We here, here now. Good afternoon, good afternoon, and good evening. We are pre-recording tonight, so I uh, want to say welcome to another edition of Young Men's Perspective Radio. I am your host, Jeff Hodges. And I'm glad to be in the building once again to bring to you, as we always, great content. Uh, Tonight is going to be really a great uh, segment as we get it in with our very special guest, uh, Dr. Steve Perry, the founding principal of one of the most successful schools in the country, Capital Purgatory Magnus School, also being an award-winning educator, uh, education reformer. And uh, we look forward to definitely getting it in with the great doctor uh, as soon as we get that call. In the meantime, you guys make sure you follow us on Instagram, YMPM1, the number one. Also on Twitter, YMP Magazine. And like our pages, Young Men's Perspective Magazine and also Young Men's Perspective Radio on Facebook. We love to have you come on and definitely follow all the great uh, content and uh, people that we bring on board, the great guests and all so that you can stay tuned. Also visit our website, www.ympmedia.com, and also you'll learn all about the great things there. We just launched our sixth edition of Young Men's Perspective Magazine, so we're really excited about that. You can visit the page and grab yourself a copy, whether it be digital or hard copy, and uh, we'd love for you to come back with that visual, holding that copy and uh, letting us know what you think. Shout out to Dr. Mitch, got his copy and let us know we hit the mark, so we're really excited about that. It's definitely been a great week, and uh, we are excited about the month of July as we continue to uh, keep in motion. And uh, we're looking forward to uh, some of the great guests that's coming on later on this month and then you guys uh, being a part of the show. So, hey, we're so glad to uh, continually bring Young Men's Perspective Radio to you guys with all the great, great, great guests. So right now, we are looking forward to getting it in. believe my guest is on the phone now good afternoon peace and blessings peace peace king oh that's my co-host what it do what it do
1: yo live on ldv it's your man. bigger dame lee aka poppy latsy you know the guy with the bionic guy
3: (laughs) all right what it do, Cazzo? What's good? What's good? Nah, what's good?
1: Man, I wish I was there at the moment, but you know, so many things are growing for us with YMT Radio, live on Iliad, Real Fake Media. Um, I'm just taking an opportunity to allow the fruit to do what it's doing, man. So thank you for having enough strength and energy to hold our guests down today, man.
3: Oh, no doubt. No doubt. You know, we appreciate this technology that keeps us... A, and afloat and uh, we stay in motion not letting no hindrance and anything get in the way so yeah definitely
1: definitely.
3: so talk about it man what you been up to oh
1: man Did, did, did the family get in yet
3: not just yet not just
1: yet okay so this is what we have going on man I just wanna one I should be going live as a matter of fact I should be going live but this is our moment So check it out. I met a gentleman online by the name of Von Gage. He's from the Portland, California area. And he's into hip hop and things of this nature. And he's had um, a very unique journey with himself. So we had a chance to bump heads. And it was a rocky start, actually, in the beginning. um, Because he was a little standoffish after... Allowing himself to introduce himself and things of that nature it was like, mm, what, what do you want from me? Type of thing is what he was really kind of um, vibrating off of, not knowing that we at Young Men's Perspective Magazine, Radio, Media.com, and Enterprises, he did live or illy, real fake media, the international household. He didn't know that we give gifts of is, right? Right, right. And so, it didn't come into awareness until the moment we interviewed Uncle St. Dick Gregory, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, he sent back another text acknowledging that Scratch all the previous <laughs> <laughs> possible no, possible distortions, you know what I mean? No, what mean? So, he didn't inform me he was working on an album called The Gift Rap Giraffe and I began to check it out watching this movement, his campaign. and. He's just been trying to heal himself, you know what I mean? He was a drug addict at one point uh, for like 12 years and he's only like now 30, maybe 30 something. So for half of his life, he was like blitzed out, you know what I mean? So um, to watch him get healthy and to value what he's witnessed being a part of our establishment, what we're doing with our world community, um, it's, it's just honorable. So he sent one of his homegirls through, a friend of his, a yoga instructor, by the name of Ren DeVoo. And um, she's multi talented to say the least. But we had a chance to communicate. And we just finished shooting a promo video as well as recording a. Just a demo version, if you will, of a, a, a song that we came up with, you know what I mean? And myself on a production, so that's really what's been going on, and that's why I'm not at the studio with you at this right now, second. is just because I've been burning a wick at every end, and we're being just most productive, man. You know, she had the most enjoyable time. She was most respected and respectable, and we just got some good work done just by saying hello, you know what I mean? So. Yeah. Uh-huh. This is what we're trying to offer the people. Which, uh, you know what I mean? you hear me personally say over and over, like, yo, get activated with us. Like, we're not playing over here. And now that we have tools, thanks to um, a few of our sponsors, and one in particular I would like to just give a salute and highlight to is our um, family mate, Check it out. Check it
3: out. Check it out. Check it out. We're going to yeah, give yeah. all them shouts out. Right now on the line, we got our very special guest. As we, uh, hey, what he's there? We about to introduce him. Hold tight.
1: Let's go.
3: Right now on the lines, we got our very special guest, Doctor Steve Perry. Welcome to the show, sir. What's
5: going on, Blood?
3: All right.
1: Peace, peace. How you doing, Doc?
5: Nah. Fantastic, man. I got to wake up and work with our community today, so That's a you know I have thing. the joy.
3: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You, you
5: sound like
1: an honest man. You sound like an honest man. <laughs> yes.
3: Dr. Perry, we really glad to have you here with us on YMP Radio. It was definitely an honor and pleasure to add you to our caches of predominantly powerful black people in our community doing great work. And we are excited Sorry. to sit down with you, man. We're really excited.
5: Well, one of the challenges that we have as a community is to uplift one another. Right. And the fact that you've devoted some part of your day Making sure that you identify brothers and sisters in our community who are doing what we need to do, despite all of them. I mean, yes, sir. the reason why the black community is in the situation it's in, and it is in a tough situation, indeed, is not by accident. Fact. It has been a design set of circumstances, starting with our schools, mm-hmm. where we were forced to live, all the way up through health care, and then our frenemies. You know, right, right. these are the people who present themselves as having our back. But when you look, you think, wow, that doesn't really feel like you have my back. That feels like you're putting something in my back.
6: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh-huh. I had the opportunity to uh, check you out being a host for the TV One, Saving Our Sons. When well, I got to tell you, that show has got such an impact. What happened to it?
5: Well, there you go. Um, TV One decided to go in a different direction. They decided to go with one of the Real Housewives sort of shows.
3: So you mean to tell me something on, that's hold on, working? Hold on, hold, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Something that's working. I
5: know,
1: I know what you about to say, cuz, let me do this part. Cause it, get to it get to, it, get to it, get to it. Are you here to inform me, a professional father, a single father, you want me to comprehend that VH1, a, a, a visual powerhouse, chose to remove you showing how to save the babies and and all of that in order to put an Atlanta housewife destructive behavior, very vulgar, um, distorted adults impersonating things of ridiculousness. You telling me
5: that, that was the that was the the trade off? So T V one uh had two shows at the time. They had Us uh-huh. and they had um the R and B Divas. And TV1 decided that the show that we had, which, if if I'm going to be really honest with you, while I was there doing the filming Mm -hmm. and I knew how the show was going to end, I was still moved by it when I watched it. Right. Meaning Mm. I was still impacted. And TV1 decided that that just wasn't the direction that they wanted to go. They said that the ratings weren't there, but Seinfeld didn't have ratings um, when it started. And I'll be really real with you. To this day, I can be in an airport and and heads will come up to me and they'll say, man, when is that show saving my son coming back? Like, like when, uh, what happened? And and nobody, I don't wanna say nobody, but people struggle to accept. When I tell them, nah, they just canceled it. Like, just bye. Bye Felicia <laughs> Just drop
3: it We gotta get that show Back on the air
5: and, and I'm gonna
1: tell you No 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 We ain't gotta get it Back on their air We breathe our own air We know how to shoot Edit And come on man Like we can do this We don't need to ask nobody All not we gotta all. do Is just not go to another platform Yo, can, Are we able to Utilize your intelligence In that fashion king No doubt
3: respect yeah so let's talk about that book you being an author such great work push has come to shove getting our kids the education they deserve even if it means picking a fight tell us all about it
5: what it means is that we have been bamboozled Mm. the black community has been led to believe that our salvation comes through what we refer to as the public schools but those schools were designed by the same people who designed the justice system. Mm -hmm. And both of them have served to effectively um, demonize black men, destroy the futures of black men and women, and ultimately stunt the growth of the black community. So pushes come to shove, getting our kids the education they deserve, even if it means picking a fight, means that I remain willing to stand in the face of teachers' unions, the NAACP, uh, and anybody else who is looking to maintain America's apartheid, and and that is to tell black people in particular that it is their obligation to go to a school that. Not one person who works there with options would ever send their own children to. I'm willing to stand in the face of anybody who claims that the best place for our children is in a failed school of any type, that they're dead wrong and that they're working against our community. And I don't care what their name is. I don't care what their organization's history is. Facts are the facts. Indeed.
3: Now you open up your what is it your third school is that the one that you uh, partnered up with Puffy or is that yeah is yeah
5: it, yes. yeah that's going really well
3: that's going really well that's really exciting here yeah
5: awesome awesome so so the school that you opened these are charter schools correct so the first one I opened is a magnet school mm-hmm. and that's, okay. under the, um, that's under the banner of Hartford Public Schools I have since left that school because people who look like us didn't want to see our children succeed. So they wanted to limit the growth of, wow. of the school. We had 2,700 kids on the waiting list. You know, we have these conversations about uh, getting our yeah. kids the education they deserve, even if that means taking a fight. Uh, with all due respect, everybody's got to recognize. I'm not, I, I wish it was so simple as to just be talking about Southern white racists. I'm talking about Northeastern black and Latino people mm-hmm. who, um, who, you know, you look at them, they listen, you know, they could quote big, they could quote pop, they could um, talk about they eat the same foods you eat, grew up in the same communities that you grew up in. All that's true. That is all true. But they're not um, interested in the salvation of our community. They're interested in the maintenance of the little junkie job that they have little fake position that they occupy, some whack elected um, opportunity that they've been uh, positioned to to occupy you know you've seen Django Unchained Mm -hmm. they're Steven they're Steven that's exactly who they are and these people will come I mean again they they present themselves phenotypically they're quote unquote brothers and sisters like you look at them and you think okay they have they look like our people and then you hear them talk and they talk like our people, but anybody of any color who positions themselves in the doorway out of our demise and into our future. Anybody who does that is an enemy of the state. And facts. facts
3: the school to prison pipeline, your thoughts and how can we reduce the recidivism that's taking place in our and that's affecting our community
5: if the first free our children from failed schools. It really is that simple. 75%, 75% of, um, of young people who are incarcerated are what are referred to as functionally illiterate. Right. So functionally illiterate means that they could not take a Dr. Seuss book and read it. Now, could they read some of the words? Of course they could, I mean, simple you know, single syllable words. But if you were to ask them to take a newspaper or a Yahoo uh, article, or they could not read that article and tell you key details. They could be they could read a pizza box, you know, that it says pizza and the name of the pizza, but they would not likely be able to read a prescription and tell you what they were supposed to what the dosages were. That's functionally right. illiterate. They didn't. They weren't born incapable of reading, because I mean means reading, for God's sake. We've been reading since, I mean, we invented language, so why wouldn't we know how to read? It's really bizarre to think, that Now we don't know how to do it. It's just that what? our children have not been taught in schools where they can learn to read, write, and compute. We say, well, how do you know that?" so? Well, according to the ACT, which is the most taken assessment, pre-collegiate assessment, pre-collegiate test, less than 10% of um, African Americans will graduate from high school ready to go to a four-year college so they just didn't they just weren't taught we just weren't taught and so if you want to cut down this conversely if a person has makes it through and high school and on to college it is, You're talking in terms of going, being incarcerated. You're talking about incarceration rates of people with a bachelor's degree of less than 3%. There's a 97% chance you will never go to prison if you graduate from college. Mm -hmm. So the way to stop the recidivism rate is to stop the school-to-prison pipeline in the first place. Mm -hmm. And that means you have to free children from failed schools. That means you have to give them school choice. You have to allow parents to have, my child, my choice, which is... They get to go to whatever school is best for them, just like wealthy people do. So let me ask you this. How do you feel about
1: homeschooling? Because I, as a single father, I, I homeschool my son. And the way that I teach him and have taught him, he has a very unique lens that he's looking through. You know what I mean? Because I don't have a desire to really cheat him. I, I have a philosophy about the interaction of us as non people and just the concept of people in general, right? And the way that I aim the showing is one, how to learn, how to learn. That's part of the philosophy that I exchanged with him. And Jeff, he can attest to this as far as the strategy that I'm presenting my son with. And I would love to have a one-on-one with you or even amongst the family, we can do this again on our other platforms and really like reason with you because my interest and my investment and my son, like I truly saved my son's life, like as well as he saved mine because 2008, my first son passed away and it shook everything about how I knew life. So as I rebuilt myself going into this next chapter of my fatherhood, I was forced into a custody battle. And through that, I regained my sovereignty and I learned how to communicate accordingly. So I want to really chop it up with you about some things um, as it pertains to the advocacy that you're dealing with. You know what I mean? Like Because I just applaud you, my dude. It, like I'm over here. I wish we were in the same space, man. You know what I mean? Like right now, because this is most important for the planet. You know what I mean? Like this topic, this is too short of amount of time.
3: We'll get to your question. Even We're going to take a break. Or it, What's your question?
1: It's not, really, it's not really a question more so now that I'm, I'm reasoning it out. I just wanted to know, are we able to get in the same space where we can elaborate more about what you're doing? Because I think that myself and Jeff, we have a platform or two our voices make sense
5: I can say this um, first of all I'm humbled by the request um, I'm also aware that I have to stay focused in the spaces where I am currently so it's okay. not to uh, drift because I meet so many really powerful brothers like yourself and it's, and I have to remain disciplined because it's all too easy for me to say, you know what? Yeah, that would be dope. I'm going to do this in Georgia. All right, that would be dope. I'm going to do this in Wisconsin. Okay, this brother down here that I met in, in Boca Raton, who's out there grinding in the streets, doing what he's got to do, I'm going to help him. And then as I sit here, I'm, I'm wearing a Trayvon Martin uh, t-shirt. I'm saying that only because, uh, you know, when, when his mother and father asked me to do some work with them, I just jumped up there as well. Not always being the disciplined person that my responsibilities require me to be, which is to say, but, do, you just opened another school and you are opening a school as we speak. Literally as we speak, I'm on my way to that school to go check on the building. It would be all too easy for me to to be impacted by a brother like you and say, yeah, of course I can, knowing that that's not responsible. So what I can say is this, just know that as you you build, I build and we're building together and when the opportunities present themselves as they are right now, we would do so in such a way and I'm hopeful that my little contribution will be helpful to you and i know your contribution to me is helpful great reverend
3: all right so let me ask you you kind of segued into where i was at with that puffy little situation as i read about it it, i found it interesting you know you being you know the, the principal the principal of education in our country more or less um and when he approached you as i read it you know, it seemed as though you kind of shunned him when he wanted to open a school. I wanted to get your thoughts being, like I said, having the position, working on our kids, teaching them to seek and, you know, reach their best potential. And sometimes our goals can exceed, you know, just our mere existence. For someone to come at you with such a great gander of an idea and you to say to them, well, how about you try, you know, like a scholarship program? So I wanted to kind of get yeah. you, you know your
5: idea. so honestly, you know, and I appreciate you seeing it the way it is. I, um, when Puff presented the idea to me, I, I said, you know, good luck. Like, that's not, and I, I want to make sure I make this clear. I'm not trying to present as some pager or somebody who sweat I me. Mean, it wasn't even like that. It was just like, right. we just having a conversation right now. Same way. Right. Nothing but, but like, thanks God. Like, you you know, you that God. Thank you. I really appreciate what you do. I said to him and, and wish you well. Like, But I, at at that time as I'm saying now I had to be disciplined in in what I was doing and and if I'm being especially transparent and vulnerable I gotta say I also didn't see it for what it was Mm -hmm. I looked up and I was like I I'm I have a school already was the way I saw it I have one school and I'm running this one school and here we up here sending 100% of our grads on the four-year colleges and, you know, winning state championships in football and basketball and cross country and, and even in forensics, you know, like, like we're doing the thing. And, and and then, you know, I'm sitting there looking at it and thinking how I could be better at the one school that I was at. That was my my honest plan, if you really want to know, was to run one school in Hartford, Connecticut. I had no intention to get on television. If you really, really want to know, y- y'all y'all lauded the uh, the show uh, Save My Son. Right. The truth is Those sisters reached out to me For almost two years Okay I was And And, and every time They would come through Brother Yusuf The brother I work with And he'd say Man why don't you just talk To these sisters oh, Man I'm really not trying I, like, I'm not interested In doing television Like I just Want to run The school I don't want to be Disrespectful you understand But right, I right. really just Want to do I feel so blessed And I feel like I don't feel I know that everybody's Time on this earth Is, is so Limited right we somebody thought somebody had plans for this afternoon that they're not going to see mm-hmm. somebody's making plans for them right now and so I just feel so blessed to do what I do that I missed the opportunity when he came to me I just said alright cool you know like that's dope and then he would occasionally reach out and he'd say yo man what's up with my school <laughs> and I and i say well you know and you know I, I do what everybody does when I'm stalling well you know I'm working on this thing, and, you know, and he was, I wish, I wish, and I said this to him a, a thousand times, I wish y'all knew who I knew,
6: because
5: mm. I don't, the, the cat that I know, I'm on the phone with him at midnight, we going over, it. he wants the names of every child, he wants a bio for every child that's in the school, like, he wants to know who they are, like, what makes them tick. right. But while everybody else is thinking about him dropping the new record or whatever, he and I have never had a conversation about that stuff. We just don't. I was at his house when he was doing The Last Train to Paris. He's got all these producers. Everybody, I mean, the whole place was just, it was like beats on top of beats, on top of beats, on top of beats. Producers in every room, literally, like producers in every room. And he's sitting at the dining room table with me. Well, I'm sitting at his dining room table, and his kids are there. And he's want, he's like, can you tell them how important education is? And can you talk about... He's just in dad mode. Like, nice. that's all we're talking about. Two black fathers sitting at the dining room table. True story. Two black fathers sitting at the dining room table talking about how we could send our kids to school. True story. I mean, last I saw him a couple... I saw him a couple... About two months ago. And we were at a fundraiser. Um... And there I'm sitting there talking to his son, his, you know, one of his sons. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about his son going to Harvard to get his master's in business. Wow! But that's the conversation that we're having. So I was more focused on keeping my head down and staying, staying disciplined in what I needed to do. Um, and, and then he straight up, he, he put it real simple. Really simply, he said, just imagine how many people that we could inspire. He said, when I saw you do what you do on CNN's Black in America, Mm -hmm. he said, I had two reactions. He said, I could work, I could get out here, figure out how this guy does this and beat him. Or I could try and connect with this dude and try and work with him. Mm -hmm. He said, I figured I would work with you. He said that, so we... Two black men can come together to help out the black community through education. He said, imagine how many heads we could inspire. He said, we could put together a blueprint. People like Snoop and, um, and, and this is what he said, people like Snoop and Ye and others. When he said this publicly, so I'm not breaking any conferences. Mm-hmm. They could look up and say, yo, this is black excellence. This is what we can do. And I will tell you, a couple of us. Have come to me and said things like, "Man, why are you working with that dude? What does he know about education? Mm-hmm. Are you serious?" So it's like that. Like you're, you're, you're that much of an elitist. You think that your stuff is that nice? Right. You sell a half a billion records then. To kids. Right. <laughs> you you communicate with kids on that level, and then I'll listen to you. Because yeah. he clearly does a better job of communicating messages to children than I do. So I'm going to sit there and listen to what this brother got to say. I know how to make a school work, but he knows how to communicate to our kids. So somewhere between the two of us, we should be doing all right. And more importantly, if, if you really want to know, the success of our schools thus far, our secret weapon has often been cats who other people threw away. Right. Um, literally. Uh, football coaches who used you know who are ex-offenders who are youth football coaches who I can call true story I got a kid in my office he acted a fool today I called his mother four or five times she said she's not coming to get him no matter how many times I call her if she's and she's already stopped answering the call so then I called his coach and I'm like yo coach such and such um guess who I have in the office? Now the kids are, he's like, why would you do that? Why would you call this dude? And this dude comes off his job. He's like, bet, I will be there in 10 minutes. Hold him right there. No problem, coach. That brother comes in. He says, can I talk to him for a second? No problem. I step out the office. I come back. Problem solved. I'm willing to work with whoever is willing to work to get our kids to where they need to be. And so I had to look at myself and I had to see, wow, here is a brother who is coming with an open heart and and, and sincerity. And he's only shown himself to be that. Why wouldn't you listen to what he's gotta say? And so it had nothing to do with him. It had everything to do with me. And to the final part of this, we worked on that school for four years. Puff went through his stuff during that time. He went through some challenges during that time. I would call him and I'd say, do you need me to go and tell people what you really do? Like, do you want me to let people know? You know what I'm saying? Like, Because they think you're one way. They don't know what I know. Every single time he said, nah, I got it. I got it. Never once. Did he take the bait? You see, some cats give away two turkeys during Thanksgiving. They got the local ABC affiliate out there. Mm. This dude was building, was building a school, putting his top executives in his company on it, giving office space in his in his company, every committing to it. Never once did he mention it. He did not mention his involvement in the school. That it was his idea to start until one week before the applications were due for the school. One week, seven days.
3: Yeah, I heard you is- in the interview talk about, he, he's like, can I go
6: now?
5: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. I think one of the things that's really important about this story, is not that it's Dr. Steve Perry and Sean P. Diddy Combs, right. but it's two black men mm-hmm. coming together to say, you do what you do, I do what I do, but what if we work together to move our community forward? What if we did that? And that's a conversation I've had a the
1: times. Not to interrupt, but I just want to acknowledge, that's how this opportunity of staging right now presented itself. This is what Fresh Jeff and I agreed on. Quite like yourself and Puff. We just had a gentleman's dialogue kept it a hundred and was like, you bring your hundred, I bring my hundred, and we gonna do right because we wanna save the lives that we can save, man. Some people are contaminated. Some people may have to be quarantined. You mm-hmm. did one of them, that's just Yeah, fact, I do. But, but on, on a scale of what you're referencing and just the passion and your truth. First of all, me as a gentleman, I salute you. I love you already. I'm glad you're alive, brother. So I salute you. You know what I mean? Like salute. Where it goes both <laughs> you know?
5: ways. And let me and let me say this. And let me say this because I know we, we're coming to a close. But let me say this: it's imperative that the story that you just shared is shared one million more times. Because right. what most people don't take into consideration, especially in our community, when, you, when you're when used to not having, you begin to become paranoid. And you feel like, I don't know about you, but I grew up in a large family. So you can either, either one or two mm-hmm. things happen. You either learn to share or you learn to hoard. Mm. But you don't learn to do both. Right.
3: On that note, right. hold, hold that thought. We're going to take a quick break. And uh, we're going to be right back. You're listening to YMP Radio with our very special guest, Dr. Steve Perry. We'll be right back.
7: Yeah, yeah, straight out of Brooklyn, man. It's official, man. Young Men's Perspective Magazine kicks over YMP Radio with real fake media. And it's the Invisible Man, and we live on Iliad. YMP Radio with real fake media is in the building. Word
2: is bone. You got six minutes on that jacket. This shit is real. Hey, yo, hey, yo. Yo, yo, check this Wait, way, man. Is... Oh, give me a cigarette, man. Yo, here you go, here go, here you yo, go. Here you go? Yo, check it out, man. Yo, check down out down. what I got here, man. Yo, what is that? What is that? Is... Yo, it's a letter I got, let got from my man City, Niles, man. Where was yo, born. Yo, What it say? Kid? What up, kid? I know you to this doing your bit. When the cops came, you should have slid to my crib. Make off black, no time for looking back is done. Plus, congratulations, you know you got a son. I heard he looks like you. Why don't your lady write you? Told her she should visit. That's when she got hyper. Flipping. Talking about he acts too rough. He didn't listen. He be ripping while I'm telling him stuff. I was like, yeah, shorty don't care. She a snake, too. We're off with the big from that fake crew that hate you. But yo, guess who got shot in the dome piece? Jerome's niece on her way home from Jones Beach's pub. Plus, little Rob is selling drugs on the dime. Hanging out with young thugs that all carry nines. And nighttime is more tripe than ever. Whatever up point they did you see them? Are y'all together? If sold and hold a fort down. Represent to the fullest. Say what's up to Herb, Ice, and Bullet. I left for half a hundred in your conversary. You was a good number when push came to shove. One what? One love. One love. One love. One love, one, love, one love. One love, one love, one love, one, love, one love. One love, one, love, one love, one, love, one love. One one love, one love, one, Dear born, you'll be out soon, stay strong. Out in New York, to same this shit is going on. The crackheads talking, loud Talking, ho. Check out the story yesterday when I was walking. He got shot last year, Try to appear like he hurt something. Word him up, I heard him frontin', And he be pumping on your block. Your man gave him your block, and now they run together. What up, son? Whatever. Since I'm on the streets, I'ma put it to a cease. But I heard you blew and we we'll get an ox for the phone piece. Wilding on the Allen. But now in Elmira, better chill, cause wheel put the on fire. that fire. Last time you wrote, you said they tried you in the showers. But maintain when you come home, the corner's was on the rails. All all these crabs are getting no to deal When we start the revolution All they probably do is squeal But chill See you on the next V I I gave you my Duke's loop For kicks plus sent to flicks Your brother's wildin' in 4 main He wrote me He might be this case silly come on, I'm playing low key So stay civilized Time flies No incarcerated, your mind dies I hate it when your mom's cries It kinda makes me wanna murder For real, I even got a mask and gloves To bust slugs for one love With a Buddha sack, mind's in another world Thinking how can we exist through the facts Written in school textbooks, Bibles, etc A school lecture, the lies get me vexed up. So I be ghosts for my projects I take my pen and pad for the weekend Hitting L's while I'm sleeping A two-day stay, you may say I needed time alone To relax my dome, no phone left or not at home You see the streets have me stress something terrible But the corners have a Up in Bellevue at HDM Hit with numbers from 8 to 10 A future in a maximum state pen it's grim, so I comes back home. Nobody's out with shorty doo-wop. Rolling two fillies together in the bridge. We call him oops ops He said nice, So get Kobe busting off the roof. So I wear a bulletproof. A pack of black tray Deuce. He inhaled so deep. Shut his eyes like he was sleep. Started coughing when I peeked to watch me speak. I sat back like the Mac, My army suit was black. We was chilling on these blisters where he pumped his loose cracks. I took the L when he passed it. This little bitch keeps me blasted. It starts talking mad I had to school him. Told him don't suck in the boolum. Cause when the pistol blows the one us mur- to be the cool one, tough luck just to get those truck families. Could have caught your man, but didn't look when you bucked up. Mistakes happen, so take heed. Never bust up at the crowd. Cut him solo, make the right man bleed. Shorty's laugh was cold blooded as he spoke so foul. Only 12 trying to tell me that he liked my style. Then I rose, wiping the blunt's ass from my clothes and froze. Only to blow the earth smoke through my nose and told my little man I'm a ghost. I bros left some shoes in his skull that he could sell if he chose. Words of wisdom from knives, try to rise up above. Keep her eye out. For Jake, shorty rock one love. Uh.
4: old are you 25 35 50 or older if you have pain we can help do your knees hurt ow let me ask you again are your knees killing you oh yeah are they ever what about your back when you bend over does it feel like this Mm. how about when you get out of bed in the morning if you're like me your knees and back feel like this oh that hurts i found a company called the pain relief hotline They specialize in ways to treat your knee, back, and neck pain without surgery or taking medications. The good news is if you have insurance, you may have little or no cost or out-of-pocket expense. I've used them. It works. Call the Pain Relief Hotline now for free information. 800-989-0851. 800-989-0851. Call now. 800-989-0851. That's 800-989-0851.
6: How did you become addicted? A friend? Were you at a party and someone said, hey, try this? Then you got the cold sweats and started shaking. And the more you did it, the more it didn't work. So you switched to the needle. Now you're a train wreck. Drinking, drugging, broke. Your family hates you. And you hate you. Get out of your hell on earth now. Call the Detox and Treatment Helpline today for immediate help. In many cases, your insurance may cover the costs. We can't guarantee it, but we can guarantee we have what you need to change your life for the better. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-287-7891 800-287-7891 800-287-7891 That's 800-287-7891.
0: Perspective Radio. Tune in every Friday from 10 to 11 p.m. on WWE 1100. We're here now on iHeartRadio. Don't forget to tune in on Wednesdays to WWRN 1100 a.m. from 3 to 4 p.m. on
1: iHeartRadio.
0: Don't miss it. And we're back. You're listening
3: to YMP Radio. I'm your host, Jeff Hodges, along with my co host, Digger Dame Lee our very special guest Dr. Steve Perry is in the building Doc, talk about it critical thinking how important is it to teach our babies at an early age and why?
5: Well if you know anything he who uh, holds the weapons tells the story he who tells the story controls our destiny if we can't critically think about the person who holds the weapons and is telling our story and we succumb to someone else's definition of who we are. And we never ever realize the beauty inside each one of us. So where we are right now is we have to teach our children to look critically at the information. Anybody who's ever had any level of visibility, in any level, meaning you might be the dude on your block who people look up to. Well, every time somebody looks up to somebody, there's always somebody to tell you something really be bad about them, right? It's just people like that. But what we need our young people to do, all people to do, is to think critically, to be able to read for understanding Not just the words on the page, but to think, well, what is this person's point of view and why? Why would they say such a thing about this person? What does it mean? Okay.
3: Digger. Hello? Digger, you still in? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I'm so, yes sir. What you waiting on? Get out of man. About to wrap nah. up. Nah. Oh, we gonna close out. All right. shortly, well, well, I just wanna
1: know at what point can people get involved with what you're doing as far as um their association or um, utilizing the information for themselves. You know what I mean? Again for those that um, homeschool their children and things of that nature? Is there any information out there that you service for that?
5: So the best way to get in contact with me is really straight to um, Twitter. And then as, okay. as I am working on new projects or, or filling out the projects that we're doing right now, um, what I do is I, I let people know through that
1: okay. let me Let me ask you this before we close out as well. What actually prompted you to take this course in your world? Like, is it something that happened to you personally as a youth, or is it just something you grew into as a man, watching the condition of your exchanges with your peers, or like combination of both?
5: Okay, so it's a combination of both. Um, I couldn't be convinced that black people were less intelligent than any other group, no matter how many times somebody tried to tell me that. I just couldn't be convinced of that. So I felt like if we could open a school that was designed in the same way that these other schools are designed, with the same expectations that those other schools had, we should have at least as good a result, if not better. And we have in fact had just that, at least as good a result, if not better. So, Okay. Uh, are you ultimately sharing, I answered the call.
1: Are you sharing blueprint information? Because we share so many philosophies, um, not, not knowing each other personally. We share so many parallel philosophies on how to approach saving lives, especially our own youth, our legacy. Um, uh, uh, is there any type of blueprint available that um, we can utilize as a community? Because I have a um, partner by the name of Daryl Marquette, and he has Empowerment mark excuse me, Marquee Empowerment Academy. He's one of our teammates. And it's a non-profit organization, and he's preparing to open up a charter school. So with this particular strategy that that you've applied, is there a way that... Yeah, so
5: right there in in pushes come to shove, um, I lay it all out. I let people know how to do what we do. Okay. all right, brothers, All right. I, I, I have to, I got to peel out. I got to jump right back into, into work, but Get I just appreciate the time Get out. to school, man. We yes, appreciate sir. you, so Dr. You.
3: Perry, for right, taking man. this time. Have a thank great God. day.
5: Thank you,
1: man.
5: Likewise. Peace.
3: All right, peace. You're listening to YMP Radio, and uh, that was our very special guest, Dr. Steve Perry, wow, the Jeff. principal of the Magnus School that has sent 100% of his predominantly low income and majority First generation high school graduates to four year colleges every year since his first class graduation in two thousand six. Salute, salute, salute.
1: Salute, salute. Man. Yo man, thank you, Jeff. That was that was awesome. No doubt. Thank you for for having the awareness, man, like your vibration and to whom you want to communicate with. You dope, man. I just wanna salute you for the family that's hearing and seeing and that's aware of what we're capable of establishing. Once we stop playing around and being artificial towards each other and ourselves, like, it gets done, man. Like, I salute you, dude. That was dope. <laughs> right, back
3: at you, back at you, back at you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was what's up. Yep, so we definitely excited to having you guys join us, those live and in the archive. You know, definitely uh, hit us up on our like page on Young Men's Perspective Radio and Magazine. Also follow us on Instagram, Y-M-P-M, the number one. And on Twitter, Y-M P magazine. Give them, them tags, them tags, digga.
1: Yeah, make sure you also follow us at real fake media. That's R-E-A-L-F-A-K. M-E-D-I-A. that's at Instagram, Facebook as well. Just make sure the first name is real. Last name is fake media. And uh, we're also on YouTube, space it all out, R-E-A-L-F-A-K-M-E-D-I-A. Let's get activated, man. We're a family. We're working hard to show you that this new Wall Street that we're building digitally and tangibly, celestially and all, we want you to get activated, man. We're looking for sponsorships. We're looking for your support. We're looking for your, your, your contribution of intelligence so we can propel a new concept to perpetuate you know what i mean something healthy let's really start having some dialogues that means something that that our youth can really utilize man enough with the corn baldness yeah i just made that out. that's my new thing, thing the corn baldness right there that's mine that's the, newest, <laughs> the latest <laughs> but yeah man just thank you all thank you all for um Rocking with us. Thank you for being a part of this growth this This new healthy movement that we're on because we know that healthy is the new gangster, and We're taking our each breath To make sure that we give you something that at least makes you think look at it from another angle if you care to and Utilize it as you will but you will find yourself being nourished as long as you associate yourself with YMP Radio live on Iliad we are Real Fate Media
3: so y'all make sure y'all, y'all stay tuned as we do it again uh, next week same bad time as they say same bad channel WWRN on 1100Atlanta.com You'll here, YMP Radio with your host, myself Jeff Hodges, and the co-host Digger Dame Lee. As we give it to you, as always, synergy is real, baby. So it's on that note, real. we're gonna shut it down, and uh, y'all enjoy the rest of y'all day. Peace and blessings, family.
1: This is Young Men's Perspective Radio live on Iliad. We are, we are real, real baby, me. baby. I love you guys. Ladies and
0: gentlemen, you are listening to Young Men's Perspective Radio. Live on Iliad, yeah, we are Real, Real Baby. baby. Look to enrich, encourage, and engage our youth here on iHeartRadio.
3: And it's presented like a
0: jewel. We interview individuals such as Susan L. Taylor. What we know is that failing schools are the pipeline to prison. Jasari X.
2: We're the changers, and I feel like this generation is a generation that's really gonna make change. Dr. Julia Hare.
0: Best part of our action plan is to reclaim the minds of our children.
2: Dick
1: Gregory.
0: Our problems think we part of this government, you know? This is Young, Young Men's, Men's Perspective, Perspective Radio. Radio. Live on Iliad,
2: we are real baby. Me. Tune in
0: to WWRN 1100 AM on Wednesdays from 3 to 4 PM and every Friday from 10 to 11 PM on WWWE 1100 AM on iHeart Radio. You just gotta get in tune with your purpose. YMP. You know Call it number 404 603 8770 Your host, Jeff Hodges. We're here now with your co-host, Digger Dame Lee. Young Men's Perspective Radio. Young
4: Men's Perspective Radio.
0: YMP.
4: Welcome to the future, baby.